0: Hi, and welcome to the Embody Your Full podcast. My name is Monica Martin. I am an alignment and self-empowerment coach, and I'm here to help you create a life you truly love by blending spirituality and science. I overcame CPTSD due to severe childhood trauma and burnout. This podcast is all about life transformation, wellness, and reclaiming your birthright, which is to live a life that makes you feel happy, fulfilled, and free. Hi and welcome to today's podcast that is going to be about my story, my healing journey and how I overcame CPTSD and burned out. So if there's one thing that you need to know is that I grew up in a very, very chaotic and unsafe environment. I went through a lot of psychological, verbal, physical and sexual abuse as a child when I was around five, I realized that I had some sort of like psychic abilities. It was very intuitive. I realized that I was able to see, hear and feel beyond my um, physical senses. Let's be honest, I was very much alone because I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. I mean, at the time, it felt very, very scary. I never felt safe, you know, like during the days and during the nights, I never felt safe. I, you know, like there was always chaos at home and I was feeling very much alone. When I was a teenager, I could barely remember anything about my younger years. I was obviously aware of the abuse because it was still going on on some level. I mean, the um, verbal, psychological, physical abuse were, were still going on. But I like my early years were like blacked out. And I remember being a teenager and talking with my best friend at the time and how she would always talk about all her childhood memories. And I was like, you know, like, I don't remember. And I thought it was weird. Uh, But at the time, I didn't know that most people who cannot remember or can barely remember anything about their childhood are just blocking trauma. So, yeah, I like I remember growing up, like all I wanted was to finally be an adult and have the the money to just escape. It wasn't about starting my life. It was really about escaping this hell of a life. I don't know if people can actually picture that, but... First of all, it was very chaotic. Like my parents was to fight and, you know, verbally and physically. And um, there was a lot of things going on. And, and as I child, witnessing those things were very um, disturbing. But also you have to cope with what you're seeing and what you're going through. So you have this kind of copying mechanism that's like, you know, keep going, keep going. And that was my copying mechanism for so many years. And I think that's also what led me to having all the chronic pain, the chronic fatigue, the, the anxiety, the crippling anxiety, uh, the panic attacks and all that. It was just me, you know, suppressing all my emotions and just, you know, telling myself, just keep going, keep going, you know, just move forward and not have the time to process my emotions or, or anything and at the time when I was still living with my parents I couldn't process my emotions because there was no room for that because it was basically like living on a war zone and so and that's something that I've felt uh for decades and I think when I started working with regulating my nervous system which was when I had my burnout which was uh, last summer in the summer of 2021. And that's when I was able to stop living like, you know, like you always have to be ready for like the next fight for the next danger sense of urgency. Yeah. So that's basically how I was feeling at the time. And also the thing is that we lived in a very chaotic environment. And I, when I say we, I mean my parents and myself and my two sisters who were living in this very f- chaotic and unsafe environment. But also we like never really had, like I cannot remember a moment when I was happy. We were not allowed to celebrate our birthdays. We didn't celebrate the holidays like Christmas, New Year's Eve or Easter or whatever. There was never a moment when we celebrated something so life was very dull and and honestly very sad looking back you know I know that my parents didn't have a high level of awareness they both grew up and were raised in chaotic environments with alcohol and all sorts of abuse and while I do not excuse their behavior Because, you know, I'm not here recreating what my parents did to me. You know, I'm not abusing, like I have three dogs. I don't have kids, um, but I have three dogs and like I'm not abusing them. I'm actually making sure that they are very well taken care of, that all their needs are met. I'm single dog mom, so I'm really doing my best. But, you know, like they are my priority and when they're happy, me feel very happy my parents didn't have the level of awareness that made them think and reflect about their own behavior and they were both mirroring each other and both triggering each other's trauma which it was a very very unhealthy and chaotic relationship and i think that my mother looking back uh like she's never been diagnosed and actually she has never wanted to do therapy but i think she might be suffering from narcissistic personality disorder syndrome my father on the other hand was very a man who was really not in his masculine he had a very weak masculine meaning that he had this imbalance of getting angry very easily um, getting violent very easily and therefore not having a well-regulated nervous system. feel like on some level, my mother loved hurting people. She found pleasure in that. She found pleasure in in uh, creating chaos, in creating fights, in creating arguments. I, th- I think that's how she, I think it made her feel alive. Like people would notice her, people who attention to her and she was basically acting like a two-year-old basically like a child so yeah so i had a very complicated childhood um i will not be talking here about the sexual abuse because that was something that i have like all my life even when i was a child i remember being scared Of sexual assault and which is really weird because a child wouldn't be aware of this sort of thing Uh, I had a recurrent dream for over two decades of being sexually abused I always had this feeling that something had happened to me I just could feel it in my body that something had happened to me but I had never had any memory recollection or proof or anything so it was always just wondering and I tried different kind of techniques that actually were not able to get to the, the root of uh, my question. It's only um, about two months ago that I was able to have confirmation that something really had happened to me. Well, I actually booked a session with a specific hypnotherapist. Um, and like, it wasn't even about finding the, It wasn't even about looking into that. Uh, I just had something that had come up and I knew it was trauma. And, uh, I knew that my, like my whole being just drew me to, you know, book that session. I felt it intuitively that I had to look into that in that way. Cause I mean, you can try, you can do EFT, you know, with trauma, you can do EFT, emotional freedom technique. You don't have to know what happened to you. But I I knew that, you know, like with that technique, I would know what happened to me. And it was something that I needed to do. So I did it. And that's the first thing that came out the sexual abuse. And while I know the memory recollection can be um you know not truthful in some ways and that you know the details of what I saw might be wrong. Like I knew that it felt right. I mean that it was right cuz it felt right in my body. I could feel all the feelings and um my body responded to that memory. And, you know, I just, I just felt, you know, like, um, I was feeling nauseous. I was about to cry and, you know, I was feeling all those feelings of, of trauma. And the funny thing is that before, no, when I booked that session, uh, I started feeling very, very sick and my crippling anxiety came back when I had not had crippling anxiety for months and it came back. And I remember the day before the session, like an hour or something, it was worse. And I was like, am I going to be able to make it to the session? Um, I didn't know, like, should I? And I was like, a part of me wanted to cancel. And the other part of me was like, no, I have, I have to make it. I have to do this because I know I have to do this. And so we did the session online. And when I, when I was lying on my couch, I could... Even before, you know, uh, we, started, um, sh- we started doing the hypnosis, I was feeling extremely sick. The closer I was to uncovering that very buried mem- and traumatic memory, the more anxious and the more sick I was feeling. And that's how the subconscious mind works. It was my subconscious mind was trying to keep me from recollecting that memory. I will do a podcast about that session and how this type of, um, modality helped me get this last piece of the puzzle when it comes to my childhood and the trauma that I went through. And, um, yeah, but I just wanted to share that. And to this day, I don't have that memory that many, to this day, I don't have that many memories of my childhood, but I remember enough. And sometimes I will have something coming up. I don't know if I'm, Living a situation or if if I smell something or it could be a smell or just a noise, I will have, you know, something coming up. It doesn't happen very often, thank God. But it does. And so because of, you know, being born into this very chaotic and unsafe environment and having these intuitive psychic gifts, abilities, early on, I like I had this, I was on this quest to find out, about the spiritual world the ancient world and understand the link between the physical reality and the non-physical reality and i found that like i i found the answer or at least my answer when i was 33 when I was able to completely clear my soul from any kind of interference because interferences on a soul level was manifesting in my physical reality in terms of witnessing and having to go through some sort of weird paranormal activities like I was living a very normal life I mean people who would see me at work and all that would say that I look you know like a normal person but like I remember like The partner that I was living with at the time and I am glad that I was able to share all the things that I was going through with him. But yeah, but together, we were able to put some pieces together. And um, yeah, and in at th- 33, I found a modality that helped me to clear all interferences for my soul. And therefore, all the paranormal activities, all the weird stuff were just gone instantly. If you're dealing with weird paranormal stuff and you have psychic abilities that you're not able to master, I know the way out. And then after that, um, something happened and I will be talking about it in my next podcast. But yeah, it triggered a lot of, uh, it triggered my childhood trauma because you have to know something. I went through, you know, like I had lots of chronic pains. I mean, I wasn't able to handle that anymore in May, 2020 during the first uh, lockdown, everything had become chronic, like, I mean, fatigue uh my mes- muscle pain um dizziness all the things all the things that are related to nervous system dysregulation and so i started doing different kind of physical therapy and that helped yes yeah, some helped some didn't let's be honest but i was really able to heal when i acknowledged that The things that I went through as a child had impacted my life. Because when I left that place, I left, like in my mind, you know, I had left everything behind. I didn't want to hear about it anymore. I didn't want to talk about it. And truth to be told, it was until my burnout that I finally was able to talk about what had happened to me as a child. Before that, I would just say to people, well, you know, like my, you know, my parents and I, we're estranged, you know, we're not, you know, I don't want to be around toxic people, but I wouldn't really talk about it. I wouldn't say what had happened to me because I didn't want to be seen as a victim. I didn't want people to look at me in that way. And I never wanted that part of my story to define me. I am not my trauma. I am not what happened to me. However, that did impact my life. And you have to understand that from zero to seven, a child is like a sponge and everything that they see is stored in this conscious mind. Therefore, I was like a very, I was a very driven woman. I was motivated. I, you know, I was intelligent. Uh, people would say that I'm very confident damn, I was struggling and I had this copying mechanism that, you know, I would always look like, you know, I'm doing great, I'm perfect, well, not I'm perfect, but I'm doing perfectly great, like, there's nothing wrong, uh, that was my coping mechanism and that helped me survive during those years when I couldn't ex- escape. That helped me survive because I don't know how I would have been able to survive if I had to process all this emotion during that time because there was no room for me to process those emotions because it was chaos after chaos and it was fights after fights and it was abuse after abuse. So I just couldn't. And having the copying mechanism of, you know, having this persona of, you know, like everything is perfect and uh, I'm great, And yes, yes, I was and I was controlling. I wasn't in my power. I was actually controlling everything that I could, especially about myself and how I looked and how I wanted to be seen. And it's also what kept me alive. But it's also what made me sick, sick to the point that I had chronic pains, sick to the point that I was feeling like a grandma, even though I was in my early 30s or, um, 2020, mid thirties, mid thirties. Cause in 2020, it was 34. Yes. 34. But at the end of the year, I would, I had my 35th birthday. So yeah, in my mid thirties and, um, yeah. And you know, and I went to doctors, you know, like uh, most of my life, I went to doctors and trying to find something that could help me, but I, you know, most of the doctors, like allopathic doctors, they were of no, of no, like they didn't bring any relief, anything besides, you know, wanting to give me pills, but not getting to, to the root cause of my issue. And a little over 10 years ago when I started to go to healers and do alternative medicines and all that because before that obviously I had gone to doctors and even after that you know I kept going not as frequently because I was doing all these alternative therapies but I still went and like no one ever gave me like (laughs) you know like solution or you know something that would work I had to find everything on my own and um So I did for a very long time. I went to healers and do spiritual healing. And honestly, while that worked on some level, I mean, some of the modalities worked on some level. And what I talked about uh, earlier when I was 33, and I did this modality where I I was able to clear, you know, everything for my soul, all kinds of interference that helped me so much but that's the only one. We went to the root cause issue of what caused the interference, which is not the case with for example healing energy or any kind of other any kind of other healing modalities, spiritual healing modalities because I mean healing energy can only do so much, you know, it can, you know, make you feel better maybe, make you feel less stressed for a while, but it's just a band-aid. It doesn't go to the root cause issue. And because I knew, you know, I knew that traditional medicine wasn't going to help me. I turned to, you know, spiritual healing. And I think that's what most people do. But then you get stuck because you keep clearing and you're, you, you, you're being told that you need to clear again and again. And the trauma keeps coming up. Oh, yeah, it's that trauma. And, you know, again, yeah, it's that trauma. But the trauma steals. Like there is no processing of the trauma. So for many years, I, and now we looking back, I'm like, yeah, I was so stuck. I wish I knew, I wish I knew what I know now. And, you know, I was feeling stuck in my life. I wasn't happy. Obviously I had so much trauma. And even though, you know, people would look at me, and would say, oh my God, you know, she's going, she's doing great. And she's so strong. But the truth is I was struggling and I was far from being my authentic self. I was just surviving. I was in survival mode. And don't get me wrong, I had some good moments, I even traveled, but I never felt safe and I never really felt peace within me until I had my burnout and I started working on my childhood trauma and I worked with that, you know, uh, with somatic therapies and um, my subconscious mind and that helped me to take my power back and then take heart driven action to reach my goals. So my healing journey has been quite a journey because it's been a journey on a physical level, on a spiritual level, and me as an intuitive psychic medium, but also self-healer and learning all these modalities, uh, like learning, you know, about EFT, um, emotional freedom technique, you know, backflowers, um, NLP, uh, you know, even Ayurveda, yoga, and uh, and all the things. And the funny thing is that because of my trauma and because of my parents, I kept myself isolated after high school. I barely kept touch with people and, and I barely made any friends. And this is something uh, with uh, people suffering from PTSD or CPTSD is that, you know, we have this... Problem to connect with other people and um, so I have been living quite isolated I cannot say that I had many friends I could rely on and I didn't want to rely on anyone I have a best friend and we've been friends for six years now and I would probably be talking about my relationship with him because he's a he uh in a podcast because we were romantically involved for 3 years and we're still is one of my closest friends to this day. And I don't have that many friends actually. He's actually my best friend and he lives like not that far away from where I live. But I mean now, you know, like I have I am French and I moved to Switzerland. Eight years ago but I haven't really made any I haven't had yeah I haven't really made any kind of real true bonding friendships here besides him and uh was last year and I made these two amazing American women from a common friend at the time and uh we have been supporting each other through the ups and the down uh, for almost a year. I'm very grateful for these two women because it's also been very helpful to just heal my own relationship with, um, with female in general because obviously I had a very, very bad relationship with my mother. And like, I grew up without any kind of role models. Like my father was not the kind of man I could look up to and my mother wasn't the kind of woman that I wanted to be like. So um, early on, I realized that, you know, I had to be my, my own role model and I had to be, you know, kind of like the best version of myself. I had to improve myself. But what I didn't know at the time is that I didn't have to improve myself. I just needed to reconnect with my true self because my true self is the perfect self. And it's the same for everyone else. You know, we are born and raised in a world that is trauma-based, where there is so much distortion when it comes to love, sexuality, and, you know, just everything. <laughs> Health, you know, just everything. Wellness, everything. That everyone, you know, has created a persona to protect themselves. And in order to be our true selves, we need to heal Whatever needs to be healed and teach the persona. And I can tell you, there is so much healing in being vulnerable, in love. And those two things, we are taught that it's a weakness. You know, they're a weakness, but they're, they're not. They are actually the greatest gifts that you can tap into. And they're your own. And now I can say that I'm at peace. Having recollected that last piece of my own puzzle regarding uh, my childhood, I have been able to embody more of my true self, be more in to pleasure into sensuality, but I'm not even talking on a sexual level, just with my senses, you know, just with food or just, you know, just enjoying being outside and, you know, feeling the sun on my skin. Those magical moments that I have been experiencing more and more and more because I was able to get rid of that big chunk of crap that was holding me back from living a life that I deserve and I do believe that every human being on this planet deserve to live a life where they feel happy fulfilled and free and I wouldn't say that I have a mission at all because I don't really believe in missions uh, I believe that we do what we love and that is fulfilling in itself like I don't have any kind of I'm not a savior and I, I, I'm not here to save anyone Uh, I'm not even here to help anyone. I'm here to hold space as as an enlightenment and self-empowerment coach. I'm here to hold space for people to reconnect with their true selves, tap into their own guidance, activate their unique gifts, step into their power and live a life they truly love. Because that's what we were meant to experience on this planet. No matter how the system is, We are the system and we can change it from within. And it starts by creating your own reality. And this is where I'm at. And I can say that I am healed. I can say that 99% of my symptoms, you know, from CPTSD and from all the things, you know, are gone. The 1% that is left is just my nervous system because obviously I started working on my nervous system only a year ago. And my nervous system had been dysregulated for decades. So, that's going to take more time, but it's okay because I feel 99% better. You know, I feel so much better. I feel happier than I've ever been. I feel healthier than I've ever been. I'm more in love with myself than than I've ever been. And I feel like now I can finally connect with people which was not the case before because I was feeling so unsafe in my body. Therefore, I was feeling unsafe in my environment. Therefore, I wasn't able able to connect with other people. But now I feel like I am finally the person that I was always supposed to be, the person that was hiding deep within because of all the trauma, because of all the pain, because of all the hurt, because of all the fear, and because I was feeling unsafe. But if there's something that I want to say is that you can heal, you can heal yourself. There are, there's never been a better time to heal than now. There are so many modalities, whether you want to work, uh, you know, with the subconscious mind, whether you want to work with the body, how it's, it's just amazing. The amount of modalities that you have and that are just here. It wasn't the case 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and maybe some, not even five years ago, But I mean, it's just amazing all these modalities that we have access to nowadays. So if you feel stuck, if you're in pain, if you have chronic um, diseases or anything that is holding you back from living a life that you truly love and makes you feel fulfilled and happy, know that there is a way out And this way out can be different from another person because we are all unique and what works for me might not work for you, but there is a way out. Set the intention. Work with your brain to find these solutions. It's like, okay, I am feeling stuck, but what can I do now to move forward? What can I do now to heal? What can I do now to take this next step forward? It's really about working with the brain. And now when I'm feeling stuck, you know, I'm asking myself the question, okay, where do I go from here? And the more I do it, the fastest the answer comes. It's amazing how the brain works. It's, it's like, you know, you are in your body. The body is this amazing, amazing car, expensive, luxurious with all the comfort, all the options, but you have a crap GPS and the GPS would be here your subconscious mind that is programmed with all the crap that you learned from early on all the trauma all the limiting beliefs all the things that are old holding you back and you can change that you can create your reality you can feel happy you can feel joy you can see life as a magical experience i am telling you i am a living proof of this You know, all it takes is for you to say yes to life. All right, that's it for today. I hope you like this podcast. And um, please reach out to me if you have any questions or if you want to be a guest on my podcast and share about your own life transformation. I'm wishing you an awesome week ahead. And um, I'll be back next week. Bye-bye.